Welcome to Another Dimension, the one where everything you could ever possibly need and desire is already within you, with your guide, Chloe Elizabeth, writer, paradigm shifter, mindset coach, and self-healing goddess. Chloe Elizabeth is here to expand your consciousness, shift your perception, and guide you in this dimension of having it all. The joy, the bliss, vibrant health, and abundant wealth. All are available to you now. All you must do is wake up and enter another dimension. Hello, hello. It is Chloe Elizabeth from ChloeElizabeth.co, the boho bougie goddess. I'm so excited to be talking to you about what we're going to talk about today. It's something that has been on my mind to create some type of content, video, podcast, whatever, around. And I'm just going to tell you, anxiety and depression. And I've been wanting to create something around this for a very long time, but I wasn't really sure how to go about doing it. Um, It's something that's very near and dear to my heart and something that was very real in my life. Um, And I just want to tell you that this is not going to be some dinky little top tips on dealing with your anxiety and depression. No. I am going to go deep with you. um, And I just want you to keep in mind that it's important to keep an open mind, (laughs) right? Because what I'm going to do here is probably throw some things at you that you might have never heard before, some perspectives on life that you might have never thought about before, that if you just let go and are willing to listen and are willing to absorb this, like even on a subconscious level, will literally change your life, will literally shift your perception And that is what I do with my clients, um, shift their perceptions on anything, right? Because if you can shift your perception, if you can change the lens of perception on a situation that you are looking at in your life, right? Like if you can change the lens that, that you are looking at this situation with, you can literally overcome, do anything, right? (laughs) So... With that in mind, keep an open mind um, because this is a topic that, yeah, like I said, is very near and dear to my heart and it is also something that based on how I was in the past with it, I believe that I've, I guess you could say, cracked it, cracked the code or transcended or overcame or you can't really say heal because, I mean, I guess you, it's not anxiety and depression is not like a normal like oh I cut my foot now it's healed versus not healed right it's not as black and white but it is definitely something that you know if there was a secret of anxiety and depression I totally feel fully full-on comfortable with saying that I know the secret or at least my perception and my interpretation of it now is very much I just don't deal with it anymore right my anxiety and depression okay (laughs) I could go on and on so let's get started Um, another thing that I want to I want you to keep in mind is that 
some of the things that I say might sound religious. It's not religious. Um, anything I say is either like a spiritual truth or like a universal truth, right? And so um, re- different, all the different religions are based on these truths, right? But it's not, I'm not spitting Bible verses at you <laughs> or anything. Um, so this is just spiritual truths. A lot of this is just quantum physics, universal truths, whatever. So this is very real things that I will be sharing with you, all right? And again, if something doesn't make sense to you, I want you to keep an open mind. It might be something that you have to hear over and over and over again, right? Because when I was first introduced to this way of thinking and my mind started to expand and become open to these ideas, I felt it on a soul level, like deep down, like it was intriguing and I thought there was something in me that knew like, oh, this, like I might not fully comprehend it, but this sounds like truth, right? All right, so let's see. I guess let's start out with a little background on my anxiety and depression. I have had anxiety since, I want to say straight out the womb. Like I'm not even kidding. That sounds dramatic, but okay, the first time I can actually remember having anxiety was the first time my mom sent me to preschool. And from preschool up until third grade, I cried every single day when my parents brought me to school. I had such bad anxiety. Um, And also something that I've never really shared with that many people, but I guess just since we're on the topic of it, I feel led to share, and since it's in the past, I guess... I had OCD when I was younger, and I've talked to a lot of people who actually also have had OCD as a child, and it's a weird thing to have because it's not like you can make that up, right? It's not like I was Googling symptoms when I was six years old and discovered what OCD was and started, you know, having these thoughts in my head of, oh, if I don't throw something away correctly or if I don't turn off the light correctly then something's gonna happen something bad's gonna happen right (laughs) um so I I had OCD um as a child it was kind of on and off there were periods of my life when it was very bad I don't have it anymore um but yeah I mean just to kind of tell you um full-on panic attacks started (laughs) in high school all the way up until college it was literally like I could be having a jolly good old time and out of the blue panic attack no one could calm me down you know how it is if you have anxiety the more someone tries to calm you down the worse it makes you feel (laughs) right and nobody could understand that oh my gosh I had like a few teachers and you know authority figures at school that just I remember specific examples that just totally made my anxiety attacks a million times worse, right? But, I mean, long story short, starting in high school, the first time I ever had an anxiety attack, I went to the emergency room because I didn't know what was going on with me, and they diagnosed me with asthma, Um, (laughs) you know, and I was in and out, and they were finally like, oh, you just have anxiety, and, you know, every time I would go, the doctor really couldn't do anything besides, like, calm here, like, I'm going to run all these tests, and tell you like and show you that your heart's okay everything's okay just you know so you can calm down and not feel like 
you're gonna die, right? Because a lot of times when you start having anxiety and your heart starts racing, you don't know what's wrong with you. All these thoughts go on in your head and you start wondering like if something's wrong with your body, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, and then let's see, the depression started in, in college. Uh, I went through a period of binge eating. Um, yeah, I mean, there was a period in my life in college when it got really bad to the point where I went to a psychiatrist, but I did not want to be on medication. They prescribed me medication and just my own personal beliefs. I turned it down because I, I mean, I was, there was a very real point where I felt I guess a part of me felt hopeless, right? Which is why I felt like I needed to go get help. But then there was another part of me that knew, like, you know, there's other options, right? And I don't want to influence anyone, you know, if taking medication is what is going to help you, then I suggest you go with that, right? But just my own personal philosophy, I did not want to be on medication. Um, Yeah, and so... Basically, I dealt with anxiety and depression most of my life. Um, It wasn't until, I would say, the past two, maybe two years ago, that I started to awaken, I guess you could say, and fully understand on a deeper level anxiety and depression. And I started to deal with it differently And now if I do start to get anxious, I can see it for what it is and I can kind of transform it. Or if I do start to feel depressed, I have a different perspective on it, right? And I I see the feelings for what they are and I can just allow them to pass through me without being sucked down into this like hopeless depressive state. So I'm going to get into that further and how to actually do that. Um... Right, I just kind of wanted to give you a background of my anxiety and depression. So you know like how real it was for me and that I'm not just some person throwing tips at you. <laughs> right. Okay, so the first thing that I want to help shift your perspective on, and this helped me with more than just my anxiety and depression because I used to get sick a lot for being a very healthy like young woman I used to get sick all the time and symptoms are actually just our body communicating with us right and so any physical symptom that we feel is just our body trying to get our attention right and we're so used to you know trying to shut up our symptoms right like if we have a headache we take a pill if we have anything wrong with us If we have pain, we take a pill, right? Like if we have something wrong with us, we go to the doctor and get medication to fix it. We don't take time to listen to what our body's trying to tell us, right? Like whether it's trying to tell us to slow down, whether it's trying to tell us that, you know, we need more of something or less of something, whatever. Symptoms, it's just our body trying to get our attention, right? And when I shifted my perspective on that, it was crazy because I used to see symptoms, anytime I'd get a symptom, I would personally myself make it 10 times worse because I would freak out about the symptom, <laughs> right? Like you get sick and then you freak out about getting sick so you feel even more sick. 
And then it's just like down the hole of making yourself feel worse and even shittier than you did. <laughs> um, and so with anything, our anxiety and our depression is no different. It's simply our body communicating with us, right? And when I began to look at my symptoms that way, and still even now, I shifted to um, this perspective of feeling grateful, right? Rather than freak out mode and oh my gosh, and like get pissed off and mad and upset that you're sick or you don't feel well or you're feeling anxious or depressed. I switched to this perception of feeling grateful towards my body for telling me, speaking up and telling me like, hey, something's off, something's wrong, right? And another huge thing that shifted for me and like, okay, a lot of the things that I'm going to tell you, they won't fully make sense until you experience them on your own for yourself, right? Um, and this was very true for me too. Like I had heard this before, but until you truly feel what I'm guiding you towards, you won't fully grasp it and you won't fully understand it, right? But I believe that it's important to have someone guide you to these things, if that makes sense, you'll see. So a huge thing that shifted for me was realizing that we are not actually our thoughts, right? And I think a lot of humans get caught up in thinking, in thinking, yeah, in general, we get caught up in thinking, I know, but, you know, we judge our thoughts. We think we're a terrible person because we had a certain thought or, you know, every thought that races through our mind, like, we believe that our thoughts are us, right? Like we believe that we're the thing that's actually doing the thinking, if that makes sense. Um, and this might sound weird for you if you've never heard this before, but you're not your thoughts, right? And when I was at one of the lowest points in my life, um, I began meditating because I really did not see what the fuck else to do. <laughs> and if you've ever meditated or if you've ever just sat still and took deep breaths and tried to quiet your mind, which believe me, if you have anxiety, is very hard to do at first. It took a lot of practice for me to quiet my mind, right? Um, but if you actually sit and quiet your mind, you'll begin to see you can have moments where you're not thinking anything, right? Where your mind is empty, right? So I want you to try this. Where you're sitting, if you're driving, please don't do this. <laughs> um, but wherever you're sitting, close your eyes, take a deep breath. <sighs> Let it out, oh, just doing that feels good. Take another deep breath. <sighs> now I want you to just examine whatever you're thinking, whatever thoughts are going through your mind, Maybe it's, oh my gosh, this girl is crazy. <laughs> and I want you to become aware in your mind, say, hmm, what is my next thought going to be? And then pause. Or I wonder where my next thought is going to come from. <laughs> and 
it feels weird, right? Like when you actually do that, you either don't have a next thought and you see that your mind is blank, right? Or you you try to find somewhere in your head or somewhere where a thought is going to come from and it's like, well wait, it doesn't actually like come out of anywhere. You know what I mean? Like it's not being like typed up and it doesn't like exit out of this hole in the brain or something. Anyways, that's just a little thing um, to help you see how you can quiet your mind, right? And so if you're not your thoughts, because obviously you can have no thoughts and still be alive, right? We just observed. You can quiet your mind and you're still there. Everything's still okay. So then what are you? Who are you beyond your thoughts, right? Like beyond your mind, beyond the crazy thing that it races at 100 miles per hour shooting negative thoughts all through your brain sometimes, right? You are that which is observing your thoughts. Does that make sense? You are the thing, the consciousness, the being that is observing your thoughts, right? Like you're not actually your thoughts. Does that make sense? And again, if this is a new concept to you, it might be something that you have to experience or maybe dig deeper into in order to under like truly feel it and grasp it and understand it on a deeper level. Um, and so I think it's so important to know that we are actually more powerful than our thoughts because a lot of times with anxiety and depression, we feel out of control. We feel controlled by our thoughts and our feelings, right? And I think it's important to know how much power you have, how powerful you actually are, and that you have power over your thoughts and over your feelings because they're separate from you, right? Like, you are the one that is observing all of these negative thoughts that are racing through your head. Doesn't that kind of like feel good? Doesn't that kind of give it space? Doesn't that kind of make you feel like, oh, okay, it kind of gives space to the pain. It kind of gives space to the negativity, right? Because you can just observe them and not judge them. And that leads me into the next point. I think a huge, huge, huge thing with anxiety and depression is and emotions in general is just this judgment. Us judging ourselves, society judging, all the judgment, right? And the main thing is that we think something is wrong with us, right? And I want you to know how common anxiety and depression is, right? Like, it's so common. And I think we don't think that. Like, we think we're isolated. We think we're the only ones. We think something's wrong with us. And it's like, so many people have like bouts of depression where they feel hopeless and lost and it's like because nobody teaches us how to deal with our emotions nobody teaches us anything besides this surface level like crap that says like oh 
you have this, so you must go get a pill now, right? And tries to label something that's not meant to be labeled. It's just a basic human thing to feel and have emotions, right? And when we don't know how to deal with our emotions and we don't know how to deal with our feelings and we judge them, it can downward spiral and turn into something greater than it actually is, right? And so I think the first thing to know is that nothing is wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with us. Nothing is wrong feeling like you came here to experience life on all levels, to experience every every emotion on every end of the spectrum, right? Like what would be life if you were just happy and joyful 24-7, right? Like as a human being, as a spiritual being having a human experience you came here to live life fully to experience all of the things and so nothing is wrong with feeling sad nothing is wrong with feeling angry nothing is wrong with feeling anxious nothing is wrong and a lot of times the judgment that comes after the feelings and the emotions are what makes it worse and what makes it downward spiral into, you know, weeks and months and even years of depression versus knowing that it's okay to feel sad and giving your space, giving yourself space to feel sad and know that it's okay, right? That was a huge game changer for me. Once I fully understood that it was okay to feel negative emotions, right? Because uh, me as a child, I was subconsciously taught that it was bad to express any negative emotion. So subconsciously, my brain, you know, trying to keep me safe, created this mechanism to suppress my negative emotions. So as I got older, I had all of these negative emotions stored in my body built up over the years because I didn't know how to release them I didn't know that it was okay to express them and I feel like a lot of people experience that right because I mean just think about it whenever a kid it gets angry or starts throwing a tantrum their parents get mad at them right or they take something away from them you know saying like oh you were bad because you were exp-. I mean they don't say this exactly but they're basically saying you're a bad child for expressing your anger, right? And it's like, well, no, like, we need to express our anger, <laughs> actually, <laughs> you know, um, in safe ways, obviously, right? But if we don't, hold on, taking a sip of water. <laughs> but if we don't and we continue to suppress our anger or we suppress our negative emotions, they get stored in our body and they actually can make us sick. Um, that is a traditional Chinese medicine and other Eastern medicine type of philosophy. Um, I discovered acupuncture, which totally changed my life and helped me heal from various things and also helped me deal with my emotions as well, right? But, so back to you know the main thing here it's okay to feel basically <laughs> it's okay to feel um it's okay to feel down and 
even now, like, I mean, yeah, I feel emotions and I feel feelings and I have times when I feel down. Um, and I just tell myself that it's okay and I'll create the space to allow myself to feel, right? Like, say that it's a day or a night that I'm not feeling too well or, like, I'm feeling, like, negative emotions. I'll just be like, okay, that's fine and I'll do something that makes me feel like comforted, right? Like I'll stay at home and I'll, I don't know, journal or read one of my favorite books or take a bubble bath or it's like I'm almost kind of like parenting myself or like mothering myself, right? It's like I'm taking care of myself instead of being the angry parent to myself, if that makes sense, right? Um, And that goes into my next um, point. This is all just flowing so nicely into the next points that I want to make. Is that... Okay, so this is some psychology I'm throwing at you. Is that everybody, no matter who you are, no matter who your parents were, unless you had like some enlightened being parents, but none of us were raised by totally enlightened beings, right? We all have childhood wounds. And you can do more research on this yourself. Um, It's like a whole down the rabbit hole type of topic, really. But to sum it up, we all have childhood wounds because ultimately on a deeper level our parents were wounded as well right like they weren't no matter how amazing our parents were they were not able to love us a hundred percent how we needed to be loved and I mean emotionally spiritually mentally energetically spiritually and energetically are the same can be like the same thing basically right um right and like I was never aware of this because when I looked back I seemed to have like the picture perfect childhood right but what I didn't realize was that because of my parents own emotional wounds that deep down they're not even aware of right because this is all subconscious this is all subconscious programming um right so like there were areas emotionally and mentally where me and every child is not going to get the full full is not going to be fully loved the way that they need to feel fully loved right and that's also just because every person's different every child is different nobody like your parents could never know like exactly the way that you needed to be loved right and so for whatever reasons whatever little things happened like when you were a child maybe you were in your crib and you were crying for a long time and your mom took a while to get to you and that registered in your mind is you know it's not safe for that you were abandoned or whatever Um, We all have these childhood wounds, and at the core of them, there's this feeling, there's this wound of not feeling enough, right? Of not being enough, of not feeling enough, of not feeling worthy, of not feeling like we deserve 
right? Like not feeling like we deserve love, like we deserve money, we deserve happiness, we deserve pleasure, not feeling like we're worthy, right? And it all goes back to these childhood wounds, right? Because we come into the world like ultimately just a big ball of love, right? And we come into this broken world and the way our beliefs about ourselves and our life are formed from the ages of zero to seven years old, right? And so you learn how, you learn your, quote, worth, I guess. It's not your real worth, right? Because ultimately you are worthy, but you learn this illusion worth when you're a baby. And when you grow up, your beliefs from zero to seven years old that were implanted in your subconscious by your parents and by other adults around you are literally what run your life. And so when we have anxiety and depression, everything can feel fine in the moment, right? Like you could be at work and everything's fine or you could be enjoying time with family or you could be doing something that you totally love and all of a sudden you'll get a panic attack, right? Or your life could seem perfect from the outside, but you feel depressed on the inside. And a lot of that goes back to your childhood. It's just, it's a wound that you are experiencing now. And I'm not going to go too fully into this, but (laughs) quantum physics dates and has discovered and proves that time is just a human construct that we made up right so everything is actually happening at once don't think too much about that (laughs) but ultimately what that means is that these wounds that you had in childhood you're experiencing now right something can trigger them or nothing can trigger them and you could just be feeling them right like that's a lot of times why something random will trigger our anxiety or will trigger um some depression whatever and so i'm telling you all this because it helps to understand that there's actually substance and reasonings for why you can feel depressed and anxious right it's not just something random chemical imbalance in your brain that you're going to be plagued with for the rest of your life, right? Um, No. (laughs) Because when you choose to shift your perception, when you can start to see things differently, when you can connect to who you truly are deep down on a soul level, you'll begin to see that the anxiety and the depression was just caused by looking at life through the wrong lens, really, right? Like, you feel anxious and depressed because you're looking at life through an old lens, through these, through wounded lenses, right? Because ultimately, you are enough, like, you are good enough, you are whole, right? Like, you not just deserve love, but as a soul like as a soul energetic being like you are love 
and we search for all of these things outside of ourselves like we search for love we search for validation we search for purpose we search for everything outside of ourselves but it's not until we turn inward and realize that it's all coming from within that everything we could ever need is within ourselves and a lot of times the feeling not good enough and the anxiety and the depression comes from us still trying to get validation from something outside of us, right? Like maybe it's our parents because, you know, subconsciously when we were little, they couldn't give us the love that we deserve. And so subconsciously as an adult, we're still trying to find that love or still trying to prove ourself like to our parents or somebody that imitates or not imitates but somebody that feels like our parents right that's why um we choose partners that are similar to how our parents loved us until we heal these childhood wounds because that's what feels safe that's what feels normal and when you turn when you turn inward when you realize that all of these things that you're searching for outside of yourself is actually within that's when you can begin to heal that's when you can begin to see life differently and that's when you can see that you are just looking at your anxiety and depression in the wrong way I hope this makes sense what else did I want to say about that I feel like there was it'll come back to me I always have the intention that whatever I need to say will just be said. Okay. So, I think I kind of sort of talked about this, but it's important to just let the emotions flow and to not judge, right? And whenever we feel like crying or whenever we feel angry or whenever we feel down or whenever we feel what we call a negative emotion... We have to be okay with letting it flow, right? Sometimes they just have to get out and give yourself permission to feel them because when we stuff them down, like I said before, right? And like we don't allow ourselves to feel them because, oh, we think we're depressed and then we think there's something wrong with us and blah, blah, blah. Then our mind goes on this whole journey and makes us feel worse. And so when I started creating space to let myself feel sad, and know that, right, like what I said, by not judging our feelings, just create space and know that, okay, nothing's wrong with me. This emotion is actually separate from me, right? Like what I'm feeling right now, this emotion or all these thoughts that I'm having, whatever, are actually separate from me, and I need to just feel them and allow them to flow through me so then they can just dissolve and be on their way right and it takes a lot of practice at first because it's so easy to get caught up in our thoughts and that's why you have to make a conscious effort to do this because you could hear this and agree with me all day long and then the second a bad thought comes up or a second you know you start going back into that depressive like state you're going to totally forget everything that I said because we get so caught up in believing that we are our thoughts, 
right? We get so caught up in the moment that it's really hard to differentiate our true self with all the negativity that's clouding our brain. And it took a long time for me to be able to master, you know, if I had a negative feeling or a negative thought, to be able to look at it and be like, hmm, is this mine? Is this thought from God? Or is this thought from love? Or is this thought, you know, from fear, ultimately? And to be able to say like, no, this thought is not mine. It's not from love. It's not something that I want to think. This is not a feeling that I want to feel. It's not mine. I choose to release it and I let it go. And when you can come like from a pla- from that place, when you get to that like state, it is such a freeing feeling to know that you get to choose your thoughts. You get to choose your feelings in that they don't have a hold on you. Right? And probably the hugest shift in transformation that you can make is to know that it's okay and to not judge the way you feel, not judge your thoughts, and just to allow the emotions to flow. Which means if you need to have a night where you just stay at home crying your eyes out, I can tell you, when I first started like this whole healing journey, I had lots of nights where I just stayed at home and cried my eyes out and I chose to not judge it. I chose to feel all the feels that were coming up whether I wanted to or not because I ultimately knew that in order to move on and feel better the next day that they needed to just flow through you, right? Because, okay, here's another thing. So the difference between now and my depression. My depression felt hopeless, right? It felt like there were no answers, there was no light, there was no future, it felt like everything was always going to feel this way, and what was the fucking point, right, you resonate with that, okay, so now my quote depression, which I wouldn't call it that, my negative feelings, my negative emotions, I know that they are simply visitors flowing through my body, right? They're separate from me. I allow space for them. I know that it could be a feeling or an emotion from when I was a child. It could be a feeling or emotion from something someone said that triggered me that maybe triggered something from when I was a teenager. It could be, it doesn't have to make sense. I know that whatever I'm feeling, negative thought or emotion or anxiety, It doesn't have to make sense. I just know that it's separate from me, that it's not mine, and that I'm gonna just allow it to be felt and allow it to then just dissolve and exit my body, and that's it, right? I I choose to not get wrapped up in it. I choose to not question it. I choose to not let it define me. I choose to not let it get me down and into this spiral of negativity right because I know that it could be something from the past it could be it could be anything and it doesn't it doesn't matter what it is right it's just the fact that we are separate from it is such a huge thing to know that we are separate from our thoughts we're separate from our feelings and if we can just allow them 
acknowledge them, right? Because when we choose to ignore them, that makes it worse. What we resist persists. So acknowledge them. Say thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for showing me that you're here. I'm going to acknowledge you and just let it flow out. And that brings me to another point that it kind of, when I say acknowledge the feeling, right, like, and to not judge, ultimately, like, love yourself, like, love yourself anyways, because it's this condemning and this judgment and this, oh, something's wrong with us, right, like, we end up hating ourselves, we hate our body because we feel a certain way, or we hate our brain because it won't shut up, or we hate um, whatever, and it's just, it's us basically attacking ourselves, right, and so, use it as an opportunity to love yourself regardless, right? Like, if you can get to a place where you love yourself and to give yourself the space to just feel these feelings and to love yourself anyways and to know that, like, hey, I might be feeling shitty right now or I might be feeling down, I might be feeling depressed, I might be having an anxiety attack, whatever, but I still love myself and I know that everything's fucking okay. Like, that is such an amazing feeling, um, and this just popped into my head. I thought I'd mention it. I tried this a few times. I don't really do it, but it might be helpful to some people. If you look up tapping, um, that can be super helpful for, I mean, it reprograms your brain. You can delete and release like negative emotions and all of this stuff. Um, so look up, I think it's EFT tapping. Um, but I know that's totally helped so many people I've done it a few times it's been helpful but it's not a technique that I consistently like use but if you want to do your own research and see if it helps you then I thought that I needed to mention it for you okay let's see oh so thirsty I was wondering how long I wanted this to be we're at 40 minutes which is fine There's a lot to say on this topic. Honestly, I could speak to you for like five hours about this, but I'm not going to do that. We're going to wrap it up here soon. (laughs) Um, So what are some things that I want to share with you that really helped me? I think a huge thing is just the stigma around anxiety and depression and thinking something's wrong with us, right? Versus knowing that actually it's normal right and actually we just need to feel the feelings and let them pass through us and actually everything is fucking okay (laughs) right um i actually have an anxiety guide that i created it's a free download i'll add the link to this episode for you so you can download it it has like journaling prompts and tools for how to ground yourself, like why you're having an anxiety attack, and it kind of goes deeper into the, um, you know, the reason for the anxiety and the negative feelings, and how to actually dig deeper and forgive whoever you need to forgive, and all of this good stuff. It is absolutely amazing. It is the process that I used in the beginning when I first started kind of understanding my anxiety on a deeper level so um it's not i don't it's not on my website chloeelizabeth.co um 
it's not currently up as the freebie, so I'll post the link for you in this episode. Okay. So some of the things besides my anxiety guide that totally helped me deal with anxiety and depression and just negative feelings in general, honestly. Um, Nature. I can't tell you enough. Being in nature, walking with your bare feet on the ground. This is fucking science. Look it up. (laughs) But I promise you, take off your fucking shoes and go walk in the grass um, get out in the sun, like, we need the sun, this can be a controversial topic, but I don't use sunscreen, one, because I'm half Italian, so I don't really burn, and two, because we actually need the sun, like, you know, people in Alaska and all of these other places where it's dark for 24 hours a day for I don't know how the hell long and they get depressed because there's no sunlight we need sun we're like a plant we need to be out in the sun right so get out in nature get out in the sun we're not meant to live in a fucking box with our face tied to a screen right like we're natural beings of the earth like we need nature and we need sun um I think it's a given that alcohol makes shit worse. I don't think I need to tell you that it's a depressant. Um, Journal. Journaling saved my life. I have like, I want to say 10, not 10. That's like obsessive, not obsessive, but that's a huge amount. I've maybe almost 10 actually. Now that I'm looking over there in the corner at all my journals, maybe like eight journals that I've gone through in the past year journaling shit out helps you understand your feelings helps you understand your anger helps you understand your depression helps you understand shit because when you just journal and let it flow out you're getting stuff out from your subconscious that you weren't aware of right that's another thing that I didn't really go into that much Um, just because this is such a loaded topic that you can literally go anywhere with it that I was kind of like, oh, where should I start with this? But a lot of this shit is subconscious. Like, your life runs 90-something percent. I should know this because I have a degree in neuroscience, but, (laughs) um, your subconscious runs the majority of your life. So these are thoughts and beliefs that you aren't even aware of. And so your anxiety and depression stems from shit that you're not aware of, right? And journaling helps tremendously get all of your crazy thoughts out onto paper. And the important thing is to not judge whatever you're writing, whenever you feel like you want to just write shit out. Go crazy. Let it go. Say whatever you need to say to whoever you need to say it to in your journal, of course, not to their face, please, let's not. (laughs) Um, But it's so healing. Journaling is so healing. And now I just journal every fucking day to create my reality. For the longest time, my journaling was past shit, just letting go of past shit. And now I journal every day to create my reality. I write out in present tense what I want my life to look like. 
that shit works. But, like I said, at first it was literally dealing with past shit for as long as... For... Oh my gosh, I almost sneezed. For the longest time, it was journaling out and getting over past shit. Forgiving myself, forgiving whoever I needed to in the past. And just letting it all out. On paper, because it was things that were stuck inside of me that I was not aware of. Okay, so nature, journal, obviously eating healthy, drinking plenty of water... This should just go without saying, but I can't tell you how often that it's such simple things, like not drinking enough water, that causes issues, right? Like we're, another percentage thrown at you, 70-something percent water, right? And so we need to be drinking plenty of it and not the nasty tap water. Just thought I'd throw that in there also. (laughs) And one more thing that I want to touch on. You can heal all of the shit in your life from the past, your childhood wounds, whatever fucking wounds you want to dig into. If you believe in past lives and you want to dig into past life shit too, like you can heal all of the shit in your life, right? And you can spend your whole life trying to understand your wounds, trying to understand, you know, the way your parents were and all of their wounds and blah, 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 and you'll drive yourself fucking crazy. And there's faster ways to do all of this healing, for one, besides digging all up into it, which is what I did for way too long. Um, so there's faster ways to actually do it, like with quantum physics and whatever. I'm not going to get into that. But you can heal all of your shit and still feel depressed and still feel anxious, and still feel out of alignment from your natural state of wholeness, of love, of abundance, of feeling amazing, basically, right? Because wholeness, abundance, amazing, vibrant energy and health are actually our natural states, which is something that I probably should have mentioned at the beginning, but it's fine. We're touching on it now. (laughs) And, right, so you can still feel anxious and depressed because you are living out of alignment with your true purpose. And let me explain. If you are in a job you hate, if your soul is not feeling fully expressed, even if you wouldn't consider yourself like a spiritual type of person, Right? Like, that's regardless, right? Because everything is spiritual. And I'm not talking about religion. I'm just saying, like, if even if you feel like you're not someone who is in touch with their soul or their higher self or their inner being, whatever you want to call it, it's still there inside of you, right? And it's still a major part of you. And negative feelings are actually, feelings in general, our emotions are actually a guidance system, it's a GPS to show us when we are out of alignment with our higher self, with our inner being, with our soul, right? And so you can heal all of the shit that you want to heal from the past. But if you are not tapped into what lights you up, your passion, fully expressing yourself, doing what just lights your fucking soul on fire, you will still feel depressed for the rest of your life until you change something in your life. If you are not following 
the path that your fucking soul came here to follow or a path that's pretty damn close to it or one that just lights you up in general if you are doing something ultimately that you hate where you don't feel like you have a purpose you don't feel like you have any passions you don't feel like anything you don't feel connected to yourself you don't feel connected to your soul you don't feel connected to earth and your purpose for being here you will still feel anxious and depressed and that again is not to be judged it's simply a sign that you're out of alignment and we can see it for what it is and say oh my gosh thank you for showing me that I'm out of alignment with my true self with my higher self right we can see it as simply information right instead of judging it we can see it as information like oh okay this is obviously not what i meant to do in the world i'm just doing this because blank because my parents told me to because society said that i had to because i wanted to make my parents happy because oh, I thought that I just needed to go to college and, you know, get a boring job that I hate. So I want you to ask yourself, where you are in your life right now, are you doing it because you truly want to, because it truly lights you up, because it's something you're passionate about? Does your work feel like fun? Does it feel like play? Does it feel like, oh, this is what I'm meant to do in the world? Oh, this is why I'm here. Oh, yeah, this feels good, this feels right, this feels, this fills me up, this feels purposeful, this feels like my reason for fucking being and living, and it feels like something that I can do for the rest of my life. Or are you just doing something just to make money? Right? Because on a soul level, on that deep level, which is ultimately why we feel depressed and why we feel anxious is because we're not connected to our true essence. We're not connected to our soul. We're not connected to our purpose and why we came here. Right? And on on that soul level, if we're not connected to that, we're going to feel... We're going to feel off. And it's an amazing thing to be able to look at any emotion that we would consider negative and to see it as simply information of, okay, I'm just going down the wrong path or this is not the path that my soul wants me to take, right? Because ultimately all it is, all negative emotion is, is showing you that you are out of alignment. And, you know, start to see it as that. Anytime you have a negative emotion or a negative feeling, see it as information. Be grateful that you have this guidance system inside of you guiding you, right? And once we become connected to our higher self, to our inner being, to God, to love, to source, spirit, whatever it is that you want to call it, just a power greater than ourself or, you know, the spiritual essence within ourself, 
we're going to feel off until we feel connected to that. I keep losing my train of thought because my dog is sleeping on the bed and he's dreaming and his mouth is like (laughs) moving up and down. So sorry to ruin a moment that was probably going (laughs) to get into some really powerful shit here. But out of everything that I have said and I had gone over that I suggested to you today, the number one thing that helped me, I guess, hack hack my anxiety and depression, crack the code, figure it out, transcend it, flip the perspective on it, whatever you want to say, healed it, got rid of it, was connecting to myself on a deeper level was connecting to my soul, was loving myself more, was opening up to who I am and who you are and who everybody is, who we all are on a deeper level. And that is ultimately the relationship and the feeling that we crave, that connection to ourself, that connection to our higher self, that connection to that deep, powerful part of us that is infinite, that part of us that is an infinite cosmic being, that feeling is what we crave and what we look for outside of ourselves, right? And we will continue to look for it outside of ourselves and to feel empty and to feel depressed and to feel not fulfilled until we turn inward and connect that part of us within us because it can't be found anywhere outside of you and I'm very thankful and I'm very grateful that I've had experiences that led me to turn inward right because I'm very grateful to be able to have experienced all of this and to have opened up to all this wisdom and this knowledge at such a young age rather than waiting till I was like 50 to do this (laughs) or to experience this, right? And to be searching for things outside of myself my whole life. But ultimately, out of everything that I've told you, it all leads to and it all sums up to me loving myself on a deeper level and truly recognizing who we all are on a soul level and that we are not our thoughts. We are not our brain We're not our feelings, we're not our emotions, we're not our body, right? Like, we are separate from that. We are something greater than that. And if you want to take that as something spiritual, if you want to take that as something science-y, because quantum physics proves it too, um, no matter your beliefs, it's provable, well, I guess a belief is just a belief or just a thought, whatever. But it all comes back to turning within. And it's a long journey. I mean, it doesn't have to be too long, right? And I know that one podcast episode is not going to magically make you better. <laughs> Right is not gonna magically change something 
Well, okay, it can, and I know that it has, even if you're not aware of it, maybe on a subconscious level if you're not aware aware of it, but it has shifted things inside of you, right? It has shifted things inside of you, whether you're aware of it or not, and I want you to ask yourself, well, okay, I'm going to have you do two things if you so decide to take the challenge. I was going to say, when you hang up the phone, like we're on the phone right now, um, when you stop listening to this, one, I want you to implement one thing that I mentioned that you've never done before, whether it's meditate, whether it's go out in nature, whether it's stick your feet on the bare ground, whether it's journal the shit out of something, whether it's, I don't know whatever, one of the things I mentioned, right? And I also want you to ask yourself when you're finished with when you're finished with this and also anytime you finish, you know, journaling or, you know, actively doing something to help yourself feel better, I want you to ask yourself what's different. I want you to focus on what feels different in the moment because too often we just the way our brain is programmed we search for what's the same right we don't ever look for what actually changes and when we do that we're actually missing ultimately like the miracle of the moment right like we're closing our brain off for what we could be experiencing by searching for exactly what's the same we're just validating that thing again and again and again and what we focus on is what we continue to create right and so I want you to ask yourself what's different what feels different what shifted for you is your thinking different is your perception different you know there's no limit there's no way to define it or label it just what's different for you right and I want you to be open to anything happening because anything is possible This was super long. I did not expect this to go for an hour, but I believe it was a very important topic and I just needed to let out whatever needed to come out from my heart to yours, from my soul to yours. I love you and remember, everything you need is already within you and I can't wait to hear what has shifted for you after listening to this.